with a podcast, a film review, hosted by Sarah and Michael, two friends of mine. <laughs> uh, seriously, folks, this is Michael speaking, and um, this is Sarah sitting next to me. Your main host, I'm the co-host, and that was a tribute to a guy I dearly love, haven't met yet, John Kassir. John, I'm not the Crypt Keeper, I can never be the Crypt Keeper. There's you only are one the, Crypt Keeper yeah, around yeah, here. Yeah, you're the one and only, my friend. I'd like yes. to meet you one day. Anyway. So, this is Boys and Ghouls Film Review <laughs> Podcast, so um, let's get down to grass tacks. And, and the reason why we opened up with the Crypt Keeper, we're going to do... Tales from the Crypt, the TV series. Hey, do it in that creepy um, crypt tale of, I mean, uh? crypt keeper's voice. Oh, okay, here I go again. We'd be doing Tales from the Crypt, the TV series, which ran from 1989. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? I didn't mean the whole thing. Like, just do Why the way they introduce it. Say? The way they introduce oh, it in the, movie, in the TV <laughs> series. Well, okay. Tales from the crypt. <laughs> okay, you happy now? Yeah. So anyway, this um, <laughs> so so let's get down to um, who directs it and who sort of stars in it. Well, there's a problem here. Yes. We have something like ninety-three episodes. Yeah, too many to count. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, I'm not going to be able to say too much, otherwise this podcast will last three or four hours. Yes, and (laughs) not to mention there is like, um, counting all the episodes up, you'll see like a lot of main, a lot of names to get through. If if you go onto IMDb and have a look at who was involved with it, with this this project, um... (laughs) I don't know. There's uh, there's a list after list after list of people involved. There was over seventy directors. There was over seventy writers. Some of those people only did one episode each. Hmm. Um, there were probably forty or fifty producers involved. I've got a couple of here. You know, the main ones that were more involved, and over half of them. Yeah, and uh, six puppeteers who worked on the. Um yeah, exactly right. appearance. Yeah, different people, makeup teams and, and uh, special effects teams. It just goes on. The, the amount of people. I mean, this was mm. a very, how would you put it? It was a huge mm. production for what mm. it was. Now, this was released, um, mm. well, done by, H- uh, blah, 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 uh, released on premium cable TV, HBO, mm. uh, and... Um, uh, they actually produced it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, I'm going to give you a list of the main producers. Now, there's going to be other people there. I can't list everybody. So these are the main ones who did at least were involved in at least over half of the episodes. Here we go. In um, main ones now, going down to lesser ones. Richard Donner was the main one. Uh, uh, there was a David Guiler or Giller, uh, Walter Hill, Joel Silver. Robert Zemeckis, Michael Hirsch, Gilbert Adler, and an A.L. Katz. Now, the series was created by Stephen Dodd. I'm quite surprised he didn't get in there as well. However, uh, there was another, oh, a whole list of another 30-odd producers after after that. I'm I'm not going to list them all. 
However, yeah, we'll be stuck here all day. No, but the main thing is those guys made it happen, and John Cassier, wonderful guy. I loved the meeting one day. He, he's not as good looking as Elvira. However, he's very interesting and hmm. very talented. And I very might talented. Add. I wish I could do voices like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, John. Sorry if I've offended you by trying to copy you. Yeah, However, I, I think you're great. I don't think I could do, do this as well as you two have. I could probably do um, Get Smart's voice, obviously. Let's go and give it a go. Maxwell Smart, Secret Agent 86. Well, well that's, there that's, you go. that's close enough I can get to. Well, you are a girl and he's a man, so... <laughs> girl, whatever. <laughs> okay, Whatever. Did you want to talk about the series now? Yes, um, I have a few favourite episodes I'd like to mention, yeah, but I mention, won't go... We're not going to do 93 episodes, just a, a couple to give you a taste of what's involved. Yes, so my first one is The Thing from the Grave that me and Mike watched the other day. Me and Mike, Mike and I. Mike and I, <laughs> about a, a model who falls in love with a photographer whose boyfriend wants to try to get get rid of him and try yeah, to does, stop their relationship. <laughs> anyway, I won't go into that one, but it's a really good story and it has an awesome twist. Where? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next one I've seen... Love never dies. <laughs> the next one is called Spoiled, which is um, about a woman who just um, gets wants to have an affair with a cable man and her husband doesn't take it seeing down. Is it Spoiled or Spoiler? Spoiled. Uh, spo- spoiler. Spoiled. It's spoiled. Yeah, and spoiled. the next one is The Creep Course, which is um, sort of has a, an, I don't know what his name is, but I know he's from um, Beetlejuice. He plays the dad. In, oh, that guy, in, yeah. He uh, was also in Sleepy Hollow as well. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah, again, I'm bad with names. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know John Cassier. Hmm. In that one, it's about a... Um, uh, Professor who owns a mummy who makes regular virgin sacrifices too. I won't go into that one again. However, it's really hard to find a virgin nowadays. Yeah. yeah and this one is called Television Terror. And that's a really good one. And it's like um, a, sort of a camcorder type. Mm. A sort of. Not too much like it. Yeah. Again, I won't go too much into it. Because of it, there's 93, but there is actually, there was a monkey paw one. Yeah, it's called Last Respect. Now, that was really, That really was good. a good one, and um, I told this in, uh, when we were doing Creep Show, that the only way you can get rid of a monkey's paw and put, pass it on to someone else is to die. Is to die. So, yeah, interesting. You get stuck with a monkey's paw, you cannot give it away. Mm-hmm. You cannot destroy it. You destroy the monkey's paw, you destroy yourself. It's a, it's a gift for life. And here's another mm. one that we haven't seen, but I have seen All it, time. obviously, called Undertaking Pallor. Really good one. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. And House of Horror, which deals with a, one of those, um, what do they call it? Um, um, college fraternities. Oh, okay, yeah. Where... The old Fra- frat guys, yeah, 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 yeah. who want to take their promising, promise youngsters to do this test in order to prove their valor or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, I won't go into Bullshit. that one. And split second—that's a good one about a um, a trophy wife who goes out and tries to have an affair with a with a with a, a guy who's chopping cutting down trees. And a her husband finds out about it, or and her husband finds out, and 
I won't tell you what happens next. Uh, yeah, you have to watch the series, guys. <laughs> hey, can we get the series? Is, is it, is it uh, available on YouTube or Yeah, anything? you can probably watch it on YouTube. Yeah, but you've been stuff. watching it on YouTube, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but I've also have watched your collection. Oh, well, I've got my collection as well, yeah. Yes. But uh, not everybody wants to buy a collection. It's available on YouTube. Get a, it's a yeah. free watch, so if you like it, then you can go and buy the collection. Yeah, and yeah. there's this one called The Secret, and it's about a boy who gets adopted by this interesting, el- nice couple who turns out they have a very horrific secret. Are going to eat him? Not to tell you. Uh... <laughs> and the reluctant vampire. Which That's cute. I like that. That has, one. um, what's his name? Uh, 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 names. Uh, Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, play, it's, uh, he plays a vampire who, yeah, who doesn't want to kill people. Yeah, you, you see him in things like Fantasy Island, you know, the, the TV series, the second run. Yeah. And uh, he's in a Star Trek movie and a few mm-hmm. other odds and sods. And yeah. I think he's in Tank Girl. But this one, he's a bit younger and it's a nice, gentle role. I think he had a wig on. <laughs> I don't know, but he, bad hair. Looks like, yeah. But anyway, irrespective, um, he eh. looked, it, it's, it's a sweet, cute role for him when all the other roles seem seems been out of control, maniac yeah. or something or other. But he's playing a nice, yeah. gentle vampire mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, throughout these um, episodes, you see a lot of mainstream actors throwing themselves into this into these this TV series. I once saw um, Timothy Dalton in another vampire movie. I mean, TV episode. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool, yeah. and he plays a a werewolf. Okay, nice one. Yeah. I won't tell you how that story ends either, because it's too good. Do you get any fleas? Not going to tell yeah, you. <laughs> anyway, I do think it's a pretty awesome TV series. And I do like the intros and outros with, with um, the Crypt Keeper a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's what really gets me wind up whenever I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Sarah's been in communication with John Cassier. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cassier was the voice behind the puppet. Yes. And we found out that he didn't ad lib too much. Most of that was yeah. scripted. But mm. gee, he delivered it so naturally, didn't he? Of course, yes. He, said, like, he took on the part, the role of the Crypt Keeper and gave some personality. Mm. Yeah, also, <laughs> uh, a lot of fans have asked me this in the past. Um, like, why, whether or not the Tales of the Crypt will return, maybe after the lockdown, I mean. Personally, I wouldn't think so. According to John Cassier, he, the producers need to secure the license rights from the EC comics. comics. Yeah, yeah. So, and they have to get their yeah, commission to yeah, and that's, use and it. and that's the problem. Someone turns around and say, no, you can't do it. Well, you can't do it. And uh, and that's really annoying. I mean, crikey, is EC Comics still doing it, the uh, these sorts of things? Probably not. So why not just say, okay, look, yes, just do it. And you know, somebody might want to buy some back issues, back issues of the comics later. Mm. Do a, uh, a retro run, whatever. You know, but come on, guys. If it's a, if it's fun to make mm. and it's fun to watch, let somebody watch it. True. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, apart from this. TV show The Crypt Keeper, I mean the, Tales, Cri- from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. There's um, years ago they they made a, a sort of a Tales from the Crypt t- movie and a s- sort of a sequel or not a sequel. So, you're talking about the two spin-offs, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
There's one called the, that was done in 1972. No, they're, no, they've got nothing to do with this. I know, no, it has nothing to do no, with this one, but yeah, I'm just touching yeah, yeah, onto no. those for just a minute there. No, yeah, these have nothing to do with the TV series, but they were done about 15 years earlier yeah. in England. Yes, yeah. and the next one is called The Vault of Horror that was done in 1973, to one year after that yeah, one. Both were done by Amicus Productions. Mm-hmm. One was filled at Shepparton Studios in England, and one was done at Twickenham mm. Studios. And I think uh, Twickenham Studios also did some location shoots. Mm-hmm. But however, they were really, really good, still based on the EC Comics stories. Mm-hmm. True. Um, yeah. Which were really good. Mm, but how, getting back to the TV series, there were a couple of spin-off movies made. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was done in 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Universal uh, Pictures, and that was Demon Knight, like mm. K-N-I-G-H-T. Mm. Uh, and that became a really, really good money earner, and I thought it was really, really good. Let's make another two and make a trilogy. Mm. Also, that- um, they also made, um, after they did the TV series, they also made a few more Tales of the Crypt movies after that too, much later on too, that were, related, that were probably... That that was um related to this TV series. They had the the, the crypt creep, the original crypt keeper in this very that very, oh, really? very movie. Really? Yeah. yeah, they were pretty cool. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You you learn something new every day. Know, I the crypt keeper knows a guy who does creep show. He's a weird little guy too. I don't think. Yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> to be honest. So go on, you were saying? Well, I was going to say they had this movie, hmm. uh, and that was so really, really good. And I thought we'll make another two and make a trilogy. Hmm. Problem is, the second movie, Bordello of Blood, released the That's released it. the following year later. It was a bomb. It stank hmm. like uh, stinky old blue vein cheese or something or other. Uh, uh, yeah. The critics didn't like it, and the fans didn't like it. Yeah. So nothing happened then, but. Back uh, a bit later on in 2002, a movie called The Ritual. I have that one, obviously. It was produced. uh, Supposedly uh, not part of Tales from the Crypt, but unofficially it's been deemed to be the third instalment of Tales from the Crypt. Hmm. How's that? Yeah, pretty much. Which means it's a standalone movie. Get over it, guys. Hmm. Yeah, another thing about it is that John Cassier voiced... For a kid version of friendly, a kid friendly oh, but cartoon, yeah, that yeah. version of the show called Tales from the Crypt Keeper, That's that was right, done yeah. in 1993. For youngsters, like if you were anything like me when I was watching Cheese TV or Agro's Cartoon Connection, this would be on there. That's mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there are actually, I think, some games. As well, oh. and pinball machines. Yeah, and stuff. there was a. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it, it, the Tales from the Crypt uh, franchise mm. um, really, um, yeah. yeah, it was very popular. Yeah, there was mm. also um, I think a special, um, sh- you know, game show for kids. Was it? They did. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it was in America, so I don't know w- if it ever came out here. But well, anyway, they they. They pretty much did a sort of a, a kids game show where you um, te- do um, set get set tasks mm-hmm. like you know set up jigsaw puzzles or try to remember lines from a fi- from one of the movies or uh-huh. things like lines from s- characters you may have heard from the actual TV show uh-huh. things like that uh-huh. or I haven't I haven't really written any details or about try this. To talk like the 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, maybe not. <laughs> oh. And or go on a scavenger hunt and try and find lost bits and pieces you need to win the win first well, place. Like a skull or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. Mm, kitties. Mm. <laughs> great yes. fun. It's rather, it's rather cool when you look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I never knew that one. You're a wealth of information tonight, aren't you? Well, um, I don't know if this um, t- this this game show ever came out to here. Like, it's been released yeah, over it here. Might have been America, it may have been yeah. in um, Canada and America and well, yeah, probably maybe, other yeah. parts of, of, you know, America. I'm not sure. Yeah, we yeah we don't, we we don't live over there, so we don't know what goes on your telly over there. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I miss so much stuff out here. That's yeah, well, you guys are really lucky. You get a lot of stuff we don't get. Hmm, I'm ashamed about that. America, great place <laughs> for movies and TV shows and everything else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what else do we need to discuss about? Well, this? Not sure. see, we, we found actually going in there and dissecting each episode and whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some really good ones. I, and yeah, I, no, 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 I was going to say, well, don't, we won't, don't want to do that, I was going to say. But yeah, look, it's getting back onto different things. I think there's something like over the series, they had teams of uh, ordinary makeup artists, like 30 or 40 makeup artists. They had wow. um, special effects people, maybe 20 or 30, those sort of people, and then people taking care of the set. Same sort of, everything, if you look, like I said, if you go into IMBD or something, have a look at the list of people involved. It looks like, um, oh yeah, it looks like a phone book for a country town almost. It's so many people are involved to bring this thing, pardon, bring it to life. And bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> bring it to life. <laughs> um, yeah, they, it would have been, I mean, guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, were involved in either producing or, I mean, directing or uh, writing scripts. And other people like that. These behind the scenes, you don't even, they're not in them. But they're actually studying their stuff as directors and um, writers. Oh, now I remember mm. another episode I didn't mm. put on my list. What's it called about the comic book one? Oh, yeah, yeah, the one, yeah, I can't remember the name, but where the guy uh, was actually working for Tales from the Crypt. Um, yeah. And he's he's one of the illustrators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. Don't tell them that little story. That's okay, really cool I'll tell one. you yeah. guys yeah, that one. Pat it out a little I'll bit. Pa- I'll pat it out for you guys. The story's about um, a writer named who just, um, well, not writer, he's actually an illustrator, I should say. Yeah, he and draws some pretty pictures for the, co- for the comics, and maybe some of the dialogue. Yeah, some of it. Anyway, so he's um, working for Tales from, from the Crypt magazine comic, and he has a horrible relationship with his wife, who is a bit of a real nasty, uh, nasty piece. piece. And she's um, obsessed with the fact that he's looking around. Yeah, but yeah, it, 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 she thinks he's having affairs when he's working back trying to make money. He's got deadlines to keep the magazine mm. or yeah, the comic, and um, they're trying to have kitties, and one of them is not. One, one of them's shooting blanks. It may not necessarily be him, and um, so um, yeah. So yeah, he's she's, give, she's blaming him for yeah, everything. You know. Yeah, and she gives. Well, she gives him these. Those what do they call it? Fertility or some sort of fertility pills? Fertility now pill. this is the funny bit. These pills haven't been tried; they're experimental. Mm. Now the point is, no one knows what the side effects are, do they? Yeah, until he eats them, and his imagination goes on fire. Yeah, and his imagination comes to life. So if he draws a monster or a creature, 
they come to life for a period of time. Yeah. So maybe uh, while when he first takes a drug and it's potent in his system, hmm. the monster lives, and as it wanes off, out you know, dry, dry, uh, wears out his system, you know, yeah, you know, drugs disappear, dissipate over in that few hours, and the monster disappears until mm. he draws his next monster. Yes. Yeah, somewhere. And then, Interesting. Uh, and, of course, a lady policeman, a police lady... She's really cute, um, too. She starts noticing this, and her boss lets off that that a number of other monster... Um, sightings. Sightings have been... Sightings. Yeah, someone was a dinosaur driving a car, and that was in one of the, one of the magazines. Yeah, yeah so she stuff, um, yeah. found, she went to one of those newsstands and seen a few comic books that Tales from the Crypt ones. That look exactly spot on to the sightings. To yeah, 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 you know, where the uh, police artist does a likeness of what the person saw. Well, the, what they saw was an exact copy, pretty much, <laughs> of what the cover of the, the uh, comic book was. Yeah, so she kind so, of um, ooh, asks, this? She mm. asks him about this and they, so she asks him to draw a picture and hopefully that creature will appear in front, either front, in front of them or somewhere else. And it didn't happen. Yes. Somehow, um... He didn't have his pill. Well... Maybe. Or maybe it's, um, the, I think she said in the movie, in, I mean, the episode, she said that the creature may be come out much later on. It may not happen automatically. It may just come when it feels like it. Maybe. So when it is summoned. Or yes. th when there's a need. A need for it. So anyway, um, he then asks her out for dinner the next day or something. Mm. And he, um, so the next day or whatever, um, some kids are playing in a quarry or whatever. Oh, uh, no, not a quarry. It looks like an old building. An old building. An old building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them discovers um, a, a horrible, dirty fridge. And it's, it's moving? Yes. And inside mm. is a gooey, gruse, creepy looking sort of ghoul <laughs> zombie. something or other. A zombie thing, yeah. Yeah. Really creepy looking. And scared the kids out of and, their knickers. And that was the same thing that he drew. Yes. Aha! Anyway, then, <laughs> then as he's um, shutting up... For the night, um, he's um, on the phone with his, with the Both detective, mm. and they're planning their night. And guess who comes strolling into the office? He doesn't see her. Mm. None other than his his wife, who's a bit angry that he's phoning up some poor this woman yeah. to set a date. So while he's doing it, and she's giving him a hard time, he starts sketching a creature. Well, looks yeah. Like a really nasty, evil caricature yeah. of his and wife. And she goes downstairs, gets her gun, which I don't understand why she couldn't keep the gun on her. She didn't, didn't think she needed it at the time. Anyway, she plans to shoot him, and he finished drawing his drawing, and it's a drawing of her in, as a monster, the as way a he monster. sees her. And then guess what comes traipsing in the room? Comes to life. Yes. Dressed in her dress, what she's wearing. Saying, <laughs> yeah. It's really strange. It's a it's horrible beautiful. dress. It's nice. <laughs> she's wearing what she thinks is a nice blue dress. Or yeah, whatever, blue and white she dress. She looks like... And the monster's got exactly the same dress, oh, the same hat on horrible. and everything else. No, it's funny. I know, but it looks so and horrible. It says, who's this? What's this? And then the monster starts to attack her and everything. And, and Yeah, starts ripping her to shreds after insulting it. Yeah. And knowing it, it being but her, she was... how you explain having a dead wife in your office when you got back the next morning? I don't know. Maybe they both vanish. I don't think the victims vanish. <laughs> no, I don't mm. know. However, so anyway, however. Um, 
her husband sneaks out and gets ready to head off to dinner with the other woman, the detective, the police lady. And he threw those nasty pills away, folks. Yeah, meaning he's no longer going to eat, use them. Well, no, well, he didn't. His wife wanted to take the pills. He didn't yeah. want to take them. And so, as they're yeah. getting down to some nice... Um, Getting down to dinner, um, she asks him, uh, "Are you married?" And he says, "Not anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and very nice, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock would have loved that. Oh <laughs> yes, it's the ultimate divorce plan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's what probably one. Say? That's pretty yeah. much an awesome episode. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's the sort of caliber of stuff you get through this. Well, everyone, the monkey's paw is a good twist on it. Yeah, it has, I mean, an interesting twist. Yeah, well, like, do you want to talk a little bit about that before we go? Yeah, sure. Um, it's about these um, three sisters, um, they're, and, they're plan- and they're, living, they're working at a... Curio shop or something? Yeah, yes. curio shop, where it has all these weird occult stuff, you know. And, and, um, yeah. and then... Once, they're, they're inherited from their father. He passed yeah. away, and he left the two of them equally. Yeah, and mm. the um his favorite, of course, has he has a full ownership of the place, and yes. well, and she refuses to sell. Yeah, or 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 sell or leave it. Yeah, somewhere. Anyway, um, so they then discover they inherited a monkey paw, paw thing, and each girl wants to wasn't sure about. Wishing for something, but one of them grabbed it and started. Of course, and took possession of it. Yeah, and of course yes. they they read at the bottom of it saying, "Be careful what you wish for, and do not." You be might so. get it. <laughs> and it says, "Be careful of being selfish and all that stuff." Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the words. No, the exact I can't words. But they the point use. is, every time you make a wish using monkey paw, no matter what the movie is, it always goes wrong. Yeah. So she ends up wishing. One of the sisters wishes for. A million, a million pounds. Yes, a million pounds. This is in England, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, why? It was England. Well, maybe the comic wasn't based in England, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, then the um, well, two of the girls get, call, I mean, the girls get a call from the solicitor saying that they that their solicitor has some special water water some snakes um, pens that were worth. <laughs> Um, one thousand no, no, lots pounds. Of no, no, more than that. Yeah, but we are respective. They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so two of the girls they head off down to to the solicitor, and he, but they discover that the um, pens are useless. Yeah, they're wrong. They weren't what they thought, he thought they were. But while they they were there, the other daughter mm. who had control of the shop. Yes. Was it, was it car accident? Was it? Um, yeah, they both both girls got into a car right, accident, yeah, yeah. and one survived, but the other one got died. Yeah, there's something about this one, and too. they just and the eldest, I'm not sure which one, says that she found out that that the youngest was um, had a insurance, insurance policy, policy for one million pounds. Uh, yes, and that's a beauty. <laughs> yeah, of course, one sister wants to try to. Save her sister because she was her favorite. Yeah. And so she comes up with this plan where she wishes that she was um, herself before the accident. Good twist when you think about it. Mm, yeah. So she goes, she gets a call from the morgue and she they say to tell her to come down there. So she heads off down there, expecting to see her sister alive and well, but actually they said 
that her sister didn't die in a boil of flames and stuff like that. No. She turns out she died drowning and but a, did have a bullet that, hole in but the there back was of a bullet hole in the back of her head. Which means just before the accident, she was already dead. Which mm-hmm. means she shot. somebody's in the car with her. It shot her. And shot her. Which has to be, her you up, guessed it, yes. behind door number three is evil sister. No, yes, yes, and her evil sister is about to take whatever is at the um, curiosity shop and flee and all that stuff. And, that stuff, and yeah. of course, she tells her other sister, the live one, I should say, um, to hand over the monkey paw and no one gets hurt. Yeah. But of course, um, dear old her sister wishes her wish to her sister. Yeah, the dead one. Yes, and this is a and she said that she tricked the poor. Unlike the other times, she know she they both all three sisters heard about the story about the monkey poor thing. You know the story about that earlier in the in the beginning of the episode, and. Well, anyway, soon enough, her sister appears and she... The dead sister came back. And tries to as a zombie. strangle the evil and, sister and, and, and puts her in a yeah, vault. Well, yeah, and the one who made the wish says, I made a wish for my dead sister who wanted to spend more time with you. And that was her <laughs> wish. So she wished that she could spend more time with her. So you got the dead one and the live one stuck in like a, a vault or a big clo- a sealed room. A vault, I shop. think it was. Yeah, and she locked them in there and she went she left the shop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. So you see, gets a million bucks. And they used to get the bucket. <laughs> and, and, they, and they get to spend a lot of time with her. <laughs> anyway, it's an awesome episode, yeah, and yeah. I, my other favorite one is the. Yeah. I think I've already mentioned this one at the, at the beginning. The one called the thing from the grave, yeah, about the um, about up. the model and the photographer yeah. and her agent, the boyfriend. Yeah, this is a wedding your appetite. We're not going to go for ninety three of them. Yes, well, I'll tell you guys this one because it's a really good one. It is good, actually. So the model in this, she's. In love with the photographer, but her agent is in love with her. Yeah, and he plans to marry her. He comes out like a, uh, a mafia-type guy. You yeah, know, a jealous husband. He, uh, no, mafia-type guy. Yes, well... He's mine, I'm, she's mine, I'm going to kill you, get away. That's, you know, and yeah. he, he acts like one. Yeah, yeah the kind yeah. of one who would put cement in your, your feet yeah, and yeah, drowns yeah, you. Yeah, put, yeah, put your cement, slip, cement slippers on and frozen river. Yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah. anyway... Um, so it begins halfway through the um, piece of the of the story in this mo- in the episode, where um, her boyfriend comes to the cabin, and he meets the bo- who meets her agent, and he shoots him in the shoulder here, here, left, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, well, and takes both shoulders out, and yeah. then he throws him. He stumbles into a pit, and the. And the man shoots him again and again, and he buries him. Then yeah. do then we do a retro. Yes, yeah. or go back to the yeah to what happened. Yeah, twenty four or oh, fifty hours before, or a few days, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, give or take. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's clear the it's clear from the um that part of the story is that the model is being mistreated by her agent uh, slash boyfriend. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, and the, the nice photographer guy said, if you ever need me for anything... Yeah, he gives her a special medallion... The little that, old lady gave him. ...that says that if you make a promise on it, that promise will be fulfilled. Yeah. Like a wish. Uh, 
And he had to make a promise saying, I'll always be there for you while he's holding it. Yes. Ah. Uh, so, anyway, um, the boy, f- her boyfriend agent guy, he notices them inside the, his apar- inside the, the um, photographer's apartment, smooching a little bit, and he took, takes video footage. Yeah, from outside, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like a detective does in those cheap movies. Uh. Yes. Anyway, he arranges for um, the photographer to come to the cabin, says that something's wrong, and the model and his girlfriend is not feeling really well. So she he goes down there, and you guessed it, he gets bumped off, if that's the word for it. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, that's a good word for it. And then the model finds out that what's happened, and she's trying to worry a lot and then when she finds out that when she goes to the to the photographer's place he gave her a key just so you know and so that she can go there in case something is going wrong at home yeah hadn't heard from the photographer for about a week yes she notices um, a bag of groceries and there's a bit and there's well a loaf of bread and there's some Probably chocolate ice cream there. Yeah, that could and it have was been melted, been sitting there for a week. You know, yes. it'd be going off and being green by now. And she pressed the um, what do they call the the um answering machine? Yeah, the record and she message. Heard sort of thing, her yeah. boyfriend's ne- was the first message on there. Yeah, you come out to the house, rah rah rah. Yeah, that sort of things. Yeah. Ah ah. And soon enough, her boyfriend, who is paranoid and a bit of a jealous who comes, followed her there. follows her there and takes her to the cabin and plans to rape and probably kill her i'm probably, not sure probably which. probably he had tied to a bed yes he did yeah. anyway she's pleading and wishing and crying and he's all um your yeah. boyfriend's not going to save you this one. yeah oh, i killed him last week oh, yeah. yes that sort of mentality yeah. Yeah. anyway so so we else. yeah we hear a grumble grumble shuffle and then we hear, and then something pokes out of the the hole itself. Yeah, it's a, you know, there's a shot outside. Yeah, someone, someone coming out of the ground, like, like, uh, um, Evil Dead, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he, um, the photographer gets out of the um the, the ground, and yeah. somehow, um, both the man, the manager, hears the noise and goes out there, and he sees him there, and he keeps on saying, "You're dead! I shot you!" All that stuff. Boom, boom, boom. And he, and he tries to shoot her, him a couple of times. He's but already dead. Dead, he's he's already dead guy, and kill him. Yeah, well, bugger. Yeah. Soon yeah. enough, um, the photographer guy he drags the evil agent back to the grave, the grave and buries him up to his neck. Well, actually, I think the, I think the idea is burying totally, but yeah, they'd be soaring up to the neck. Yeah. And of course, the um, model gets. Finally, unties herself, and she is outside in the and night she air. Realizes what's going on. Yes. It says, He's saving me from that nasty guy, and I think she buggered off, didn't she? I don't know. Maybe. Well, things are going. I like she, she didn't look like she's heading in that direction. Well, I think that she probably either called the police or something. What and say there's a zombie killing my boyfriend? Mm. Oh yeah, right. Her, well, her. you can't <laughs> exactly leave them there. I mean, well, she's ours, not hers. <laughs> true. true. Uh, so that was the that movie, the um well, thing yeah. from the uh, grave, yeah, which so, is a really good one. So there's about three samples of what you're going to expect if you haven't seen this series before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're going to expect if there's going to be a few of them have twist endings. Others what? may leave you on a cliffhanger, which is really yeah. good. I love cliffhangers and I love um, twists in yeah. in 
in episodes. That twist right at the end really And nice. I do like it in some episodes they usually have a bad person or a good person yeah, sometimes. A mixture. A mixture maybe. could be good. Sometimes. I mean, I don't like it when it's in the movie because you know it's right away. If there's so many bad people in a movie, you know it's not going to be good. Yeah. It was going to... It's going anyway, to turn pear-shaped on good. you. Now, just uh, doing a bit of a meandering back in time for me. When I was a young guy, kid, kitty, that's, um, the first TV series, this sort of stuff I came across and I used to watch all the time was The Twilight Zone, mm. hosted by Rod Serling. That went for a couple, quite a few seasons and that was done on your supernatural weird stuff like this a bit. But, there's also a thing called the Out Limits, which was based on science probabilities and improbabilities. And they were about running at that same time back in the olden days. Now, I'm not quite sure if my memory serves correctly. Joseph Stefano had something to do with... Um, was the Out Limits or the Twilight Zone? I can't remember now. Um, one of them. Well, I think he had something to do with that as well. Um, I think the Twilight Zone. I think the Twilight Zone, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the writers or something, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... But you had that sort of stuff. And then later on you get things like the uh, Tales from the Crypt and you get a uh, Night Gallery was a spin-off of uh, mm. the Twilight Zone. And I mean, these short shows are fun. Mm, they're they a nice compact story in about half an hour show and they're good, short, get into it and get out of it. Yeah, that's great and fantastic. Good, mm. short entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mini movies. Mm. Uh, they're great. I, they're, I think the... A best invention that ever came out of uh, the film industry. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthology movies come in the same, like Amicus made some, other characters did make them. The Creature movies based on Stephen King stuff. They're all these little short stories. They're so wonderful. Yeah. And a joy to be a whole yeah, and some of them cockles if your heart. Yeah. And, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and some of them do come from urban legends, like the monkey. Some do. Like the monkey paw was one That's of them. That's been around a lot. That's been around for, since Actually, I was a ki- I kid. I talk about urban legends. I have a Tales from the Hood we reviewed a few months back. Yeah, that mm. same sort of Had it a few different stories thrown to those as well. Mm, true. They were great. Fun. Mm. Yeah. I'll see, it's like short stories are overlooked a lot. Mm, I mean, true. Roger Corman, when he did the Vincent Price movies, a lot of those were based on a short story or a two or two stories put together, usually written by Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, or poems, yeah. some of them. Yeah, poems, yeah. Poems or, yeah, or short stories. And they were all done, the, the tales, you know, the, like the Victorian sort of stuff, that was all, uh, a lot of that was Edgar Allan Poe, and then mm. Roger Corman got into... The modern stuff, you know, yeah, for the teen horror and stuff. Yeah, like the Raven yeah. I told mm. you guys about. That mm. turned into a whole, yeah, feature length um movie. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they did they did throw a lot of extra stuff into it, but yeah, you know, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean the poem was great. Then they built a movie around the poem, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my hero Vincent Price was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll leave. Um, we'll talk about that one next yeah, time. Yeah, we want to that. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the anthologies and short stories and. Yeah, but yeah, Roger Corman, I mean, he did things like, um, oh, what was it? It was the Tales of Terror, I can't remember. They had Morella, they had The Black Cat. Um, they had three, three different short stories in one movie. And they were great. Mm. Yeah, and that's what I like. Uh, something to have you going, ooh, what's that? Ooh, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have to be a slasher movie all the time, but something which is going to get you well, creeped out. I just like mm, the comedy yeah. side to them. Yeah, sometimes they, yeah, they infuse comedy and horror. Because it takes the um, yeah. 
complete the, creepiness out of it yeah. and give you a bit of um, a little bit of fun. But they weren't all they weren't all comedy. Mm, I mean, they, they weren't like the comedy horror they do nowadays. Mm. It was more horror, a bit less comedy, mm. just to break break the tension a little bit. But some of the uh, stuff there was really... Yeah. Ooh, okay. Another thing about the um, Tales of the oh, yeah. Crypt, uh, did you guys know that when they did the movie, the Tales from of from the Crypt was... What's his name? Uh, Robert Zemeck. Yes. Yeah, Robert Zemeck. That guy. <laughs> um, the ex-producer <laughs> for this TV series. Yeah. Um, this was his... That was his favourite movie when he was when he was younger... At the time when he was watch, okay. when you used to watch, well, favorite movie to watch on Halloween as a young man. What's that? That was well the um the old tales oh, the from the crypt. Oh, that's um, right. Okay, the old movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was young. Well, that's where all these guys yeah. get the ideas from. So, gee, I saw something that was done back, and I could do something similar to that. Yeah, uh, mm. it spurs the imagination on. Yeah, know. agree. I gotta admit, though, it's yeah. really incredible how. Um, these people come up with stuff, and I almost wish that they could come up with more stuff over the years. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I've said it before, and then I, for this, at the risk of being boring by saying the same stuff over and over again, mm. the industry does need some new people, it needs some new life, it needs some new inspiration, it need, it, it it's going stale at the moment. Yeah, I mean, every second movie looks like the movie before it and stuff. And it's it, they need this new life, and we get we've we've done some independent movies over the past several months, and the independent ones seem to be better than the ones done in the main studios. Mm, true. Why is this so? Uh, you know what this? It's a fresh idea and a fresh approach, and there is a thing called. Oh, let's see, enthusiasm. Not, oh, let's make some money out of this. That's not enthusiasm. Yeah, that's just no. stupidity. No, it's just that, yeah, I, I, I've said it before. I mean, they're looking at the dollars, but not looking at the art. If they looked at the art, the dollars will come. Remember the field of dreams? If you will, if you build this, they will come. Well, if you make a damn good movie, they're going to come and watch it. Mm, true. Not say, oh... Uh, I'm not going to take a punt on that because they mightn't make any money out of it, so I'll go and do what's been done five times before, and I wonder why I'm not getting the money in the door. Mm. So it's, I just don't understand it. Me neither. Yeah. But I like to hope mm. what one of these... I mean, I have been talking to a number of people who have been, in the past, have been in, in the industry, and some of them have moved on and even become teachers of the um the genre, being like... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And others um, have um, started their own smaller film projects here and there oh, over good, the years. Good, 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 good. And they do okay for themselves, and I do wish them well. And I do hope that that somehow they will start getting more noticed again for their their skills mm. more than ever. Yeah. I mean, I do admire them, and I especially would love to see more of that. Well, let's see, theme-based movies um, and other things but coming from a fresh approach. So, yeah, that guy does those religious movies. Uh, Marciano, um, you know, the Jesus movies and stuff yeah. in America. Um, something Marciano, I think. Uh, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce Marciano. Marciano. And now, he does religious-based movies, but they're very good movies. Yeah, I thought his the encounter he did, yeah. was, it reminds me of like a Twilight Zone movie. 
So I, that's yeah, what but, I like but, about but it. A, a weird approach, but a very good positive movie. Doesn't always have to be a slasher movie. Doesn't always have to be a black comedy. Yeah, fresh ideas. Hmm. And um, he's reaching out to a different audience, obviously. Um, and it's good. It's a good, fresh idea. Hmm. So, you know, um, it doesn't have to be horror. It doesn't have to be drama. It could be anything. Hmm. And he's, he's doing his thing. And he's making good movies. True, true. Hmm. Yeah, so do you want to rate this TV series now? Well, okay, this is going to be weird. <laughs> hmm. um, I'd have to say right now that from what I've seen, I haven't seen 93 episodes. However, from what I have seen, I've got to give that an, at least a nine, um, nine and a half, because the amount of work that's been put into it to make half hour show, three minutes or whatever, what are they, half hour? Um, half an hour. Half hour shows. Um, yeah, they're really, really good. Uh, there's a lot of efforts there. They're great. Mm. So, yeah, I'll give it take, no, nine and a half. Yeah, it's been fair, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. I will give it. Um, mm, let me see. I think I'll give it ten out of ten. You're a you're a blessing to these people. Yeah, well, I hey, do. Hey, how are we going to rate the crypt keeper? Uh, well, we'll rate him. Well, give me, I'll give you a ten, John. I'll give you a ten and out of ten too. Because he made it. He, he, guys like that. I mean, the voiceover. I mean, it's all like Elvira. Elvira showed some crappy movies, but people used to watch crappy movies because Elvira was the hostess. Hmm. I don't think Charles the Crypt would have been the same without the Crypt Keeper. Hmm. I mean, I, hmm. I do agree with you, and I, I mean, when you look at that, the early movies that 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 the people in England did, I think um, it didn't have um, the Crypt Keeper for that one. Well, he's just a rogue man. Mm, no, in well, he was a Crypt Keeper, but in the first one, Ralph Richardson, Ralph Richardson played the Crypt Keeper in the yeah. first movie. The following year, they didn't even have a Crypt Keeper. Mm, that's true. It was just um, a group of men who were in an elevator. And they went and down to a baseball level and looked like a gentleman's club and had some drinks and nibblies there. And, and they all uh, reminisce on what they what occurred. Some different stories they, uh, they think were happened to them and whatever, and they realised they were all dead. Mm. Mm. Good twist. Well, there you go then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do we have to wrap it up now? Yes, we might as well wrap it up. So um, why don't you take it away, Mike? Where am I going to take it? Take it to Mars. Or just oh. do it. <laughs> and do what? Do your... Um, your John Cassier bit. Oh, mm. look. Uh, John, I'm sorry about this, but she's, <laughs> she is insistent. Yeah, so <laughs> take it away, Mike. Well, kiddies, we are finished our podcast review tonight. <laughs> so it's good night from me. And goodbye from me, too. It's also good night from me, the other one. So, um, this is Sarah Stevenson saying, see you around, guys. Bye, guys. Say goodbye, John. <laughs> Bye.